Be brave enough to be a beginner. Be brave enough to be bad at something new. Actively put yourself in situations both in and outside of your business where you are forced to be a beginner and you are forced to figure it out. Because we are training our brains that it is all going to be okay. Welcome to She Leads First, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who are ready to build a brand that will become a revenue generating machine. Hey guys, I'm Emily Sincata, a brand and business strategist with years of experience in both marketing and online product development. Each week, myself and my guests are going to share our own experiences and knowledge with you so that you can figure out exactly what about your brand is going to keep people coming back for more. You'll leave this podcast equipped with the confidence to tackle those big goals that are going to scale the impact of your brand and your bank account. It's time for you to embody that CEO energy and start leading first. After all, you're building more than just a business. You are building a movement. Hello, 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 you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the show. I have to tell you about something that I have been doing in my personal life outside of my business that is having this beautiful ripple effect into my business and making me get curious about this relationship that we have to being a beginner or being new at something and not wanting to do it, being so afraid of failure that we stop ourselves before we even get the opportunity to get started. And what I'm doing that brought this up, you guys know if you're following along on my stories on Instagram, I have started horseback riding. At the ripe age of 29, I decided it was time to finally fulfill a childhood dream of mine, which was to learn how to horseback ride. Previous to this, you guys, I think I'd been on a horse maybe three times in my life, four times in my life, and two of those were at Girl Scout camp when I was like seven and eight years old. So it's been a while. And horseback riding is not something that I have a background in. It's not like an old hobby that I am getting back into. It is a brand new one that I just couldn't shake the idea that I wanted to pursue it. And for some reason in the last year here, it's gotten a lot stronger. It's always been in the back of my mind. Like whenever I talk to somebody who has experience with horses or their family owns horses or anything like that, I used to work with a woman who she bred horses on the side. It was like one of her side jobs, crazy, so cool. But anytime I talk to somebody who's involved with horses, I'd be like, oh yes, I really want to learn how to ride them. They're just these beautiful animals, always been obsessed. Anyways, it's always been a dream, right? It's always been in the back of my mind. But this year, I was like, we're going to do it. But it wasn't something where I pulled the trigger on it immediately when I had the impulse. If you can't tell, I've already been thinking about this for years. But I was procrastinating actually booking a lesson for so long. I cannot tell you how many times I Googled horseback riding lessons, found stables, found places. It's pretty predominant here in Los Angeles. It's not too hard to find them and they're pretty close. They're pretty central to the city because we're really close to the mountains and right at the base of the mountains, it's easy to have stables. So it's not that hard to find. I absolutely could have booked a lesson months and months and months ago, but I kept looking it up getting a little nervous because realizing it was totally out of my comfort zone. I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know what shoes to wear. I didn't know what pants to wear. All of these things are answers I can find, right? But it was really just the fear of getting there and being like, what if I look stupid? What if I don't have the right things? What if I'm out of place? It was just this fear of the unknown that held me back. 
Until finally, push came to shove. I don't know, divine intervention. Something was like, Emily, book that freaking first lesson today. And it was a little over a month ago now. I booked my first lesson. I went, I figured it out. I was so nervous, but I made it. I made it on the horse, didn't fall off the horse. And I have fallen in love. I met the stable owner. I had a long conversation with her. That made me feel so much better about the whole process. I figured it out. I've been booking lessons and I've been going a little bit more than once a week for a little bit over a month now. I'm probably at about a month and a half here. And I have not been a true beginner, a true newbie at something like this in so long. It is unexpectedly difficult. (laughs) You wouldn't think that just sitting on a horse would be challenging, but you guys, once those things pick up speed, it is hard. You have to learn how to balance with the horse and match their rhythm, and you're supposed to like stand and sit. They call it posting. When the horse is above a trot, like when the horse is going at a pretty good speed, you have to balance it, and you have to go up and down, up and down, up and down with the horse. And it can be tricky to find the rhythm, and that's what I've been practicing. And I go and I take these lessons and it's like the instructor is yelling things at you to, you know, change your posture, change your grip, to pull the horse this way, to not let up on the reins. Like all these different things are coming at you while you're also just trying to balance. And then while I'm in the midst of all of this and no, I'm not doing it very well in some moments, I'll see a little seven-year-old girl on a horse and she will be in the state or in the arena next to me and she will just gallop by and she will be going faster than me. She will be much more poised than me. She'll be much more balanced than me. She is looking so graceful and I'm over here struggling thrice if quadruple her age. And I, I'm struggling. I'm the newbie. And this, these little young kids are just literally riding circles around me on their horses doing so good. And I have been so humbled by this experience. But at the same time, it's the most fulfilling thing I have done in my life, honestly, probably in years. I am almost a little embarrassed to say, I can't remember the last time I started something totally new like this, where I really was at ground zero and it was a skill I needed to completely learn. And the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because I think that I'm not alone in this. I think that particularly in the entrepreneurship field as well, we don't like to step outside of our comfort zone. We want to do things that we know we're going to be good at, we know we're going to succeed at, and we will avoid things that pull us out of that lane. We will avoid things that we know aren't going to go perfectly the first time. And being a coach and having worked with many, many entrepreneurs at this point, probably hundreds of them, I know that this is fact. (laughs) This is more than just a hunch, okay? This is, I know this because I've talked to people. We are so afraid of failure. We are so afraid of getting something wrong or looking stupid publicly or posting a piece of content that people don't like or just in general doing anything that we're unsure of the results of that we hold ourselves back. So much of my coaching is just getting people to get outside of their comfort zone and go for something new and be okay if the answer or the result is not what they were hoping for, or it totally flops, whatever it is that you're trying for in your business. But the connection that I was drawing between the horseback riding and entrepreneurship is it's a muscle you have to flex. And it's the muscle of being a beginner and being adaptable. 
being ready to learn, being willing to put yourself out there, try, fail, pick yourself back up and try again. Because here's the thing about entrepreneurship. If you are always growing, if you are always expanding, if you are always welcoming in new ventures in your business, there's always going to be an element of you being a beginner, right? The first time you speak on a stage, the first time you write a book, the first time you get published in an article in a magazine or in a newspaper, the first time you get invited to speak on television, there's so many potential first things in your business if you are growing. The first time you launch a new product, the first time anything, right? I'm like trying to rack my brain to just think of more what if examples, but there's so many of them. It's infinite. And especially if you pivot and if your business grows with you, there's going to be so many firsts and so many new things. But if we constantly are doing the thing for ourselves that I was doing with horseback riding of like, oh, but I don't know if it's going to be good. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Maybe I should just put this in that corner over there and deal with it later. How much do you think that's going to slow down your ability to grow and your ability to experience more and let in more and receive more in your business? I am kicking myself that I didn't book this horseback riding lesson six months ago when the idea popped up in my head and I was like, now feels like a time. Now feels like a time I could do it. But I didn't. I got too nervous. I didn't want to be bad at it. There were too many unknowns. I was like, I don't want to deal with this right now. So I kicked that can down the road. And now that I'm doing it, now that I'm over that initial lesson, because you guys, the first time of anything is always the most nerve wracking, right? But as soon as you're on the other side of it, it's always like, why did I make such a big deal out of that? And usually we love it. Usually when we get outside of our comfort zone, it's like our brain just gets lit up and somebody sent fresh oxygen and woke everything up in there. And you're like, oh, I want to do more. What was I afraid of? Why did I build that up so big in my head? My fellow introverts, I think you'll agree with me here on this one. I think you'll know what I'm talking about. It's like when you drag yourself out of your house and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to this event or this party or this gathering of friends that maybe I really don't feel like going to. But as soon as you get there and as soon as you have the experience and you're talking to people and you get out of your own head and you're like, oh yeah, I do love people. I do love meeting my friends. I do love getting out of the house. It's just overcoming that resistance. But as soon as you do it, as soon as you step outside of your comfort zone, you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty cool out here. I should do more things like this. Your business is exactly the same. And what I want to offer you through this episode today and through what we're talking about here is the more that you put yourself outside of your comfort zone, outside of your business, the more you intentionally seek out being a beginner and being new at things and are willing to put yourself back in that place where you are learning something and doing something new from the ground up, the more you do that outside of your business, the easier it is going to be to do it inside of your business. And here's the important piece. It is inevitable inside your business that you are going to hit those moments where you are a beginner or you are new or you are going to have to be seen trying something new for the first time. So the more you practice being okay with it in other areas of your life, that muscle, that skill is absolutely going to translate through into your business. And the easier and easier those quote unquote uncomfy new beginner things in your business that you're a beginner at, the easier they're going to feel and the more you're going to welcome them. Because here's the other exciting part. Remember how I use the example of you're the introvert, you don't want to go to the party, but as soon as you get there, you feel better. You have that serotonin release and you're like, oh, I want to do this again, right? 
you are going to train your brain to expect that serotonin release, that dopamine release of, hey, you're on the right track and this feels good when I get outside of my comfort zone. You're going to train your brain to expect that reward anytime you do step outside of your comfort zone in your business. But we have to train it. We have to get to a place where we recognize that on the other side of our fear is that good feeling, is more that's waiting for you, are more opportunities. We have to train ourselves to expect that. So when we're faced with the newness in our business, when we're faced with something we've never done before, we don't shrink and go into fear and go into, oh, but there's so much unknown over there. I don't know if I want to go over there because what if I fail? No, on the other side, you train your brain to be like, I can't wait to try this new thing because I can't wait to see what opportunities and good things are waiting for me on the other side of this fear. It doesn't mean you don't feel the fear anymore. We're always going to recognize it. We're always going to feel it anytime we're stepping outside of our comfort zone. That's just a natural human reaction to want to try to protect yourself from literally the unknown. But you can train yourself to say, oh, I know what this is. Oh, I know this is just fear coming up to protect me, but I know that the stories that I'm writing about how bad it's going to be are almost never true. They're almost never true. And I can differentiate between when something's a bad idea and when something is scary because it's new. But when something is scary because it's new, there is so much growth waiting for me on the other side of it that I can't wait to get to. Train your brain to have that narrative. And one of the best ways to do it is to start practicing it. You can practice it in your business too, but I highly recommend practicing it outside of your business as well. Find your horseback riding, right? And it can be a free hobby. It can be anything. It could be taking up painting for the first time. It could be taking online piano lessons. It could be taking up a new exercise. For me, a lot of times getting out of my comfort zone means going to a new gym. I'm like the ultimate introvert, you guys. And if I don't know I don't know the floor plan of the gym. If I don't know where I'm going to park, if I don't know what the class vibe is like, I don't want to do it. Like that's my first reaction. So I'll even challenge myself to go to new workout classes and just practice getting out of my comfort zone that way and reminding myself, okay, what you're afraid of isn't really that big of a deal. But on the other side of it are all the people you're going to meet. On the other side of it is how good you're going to feel after this workout. On the other side of it is you're going to know whether or not this workout class is something you want to continue instead of sitting over here and saying to yourself time and time again, oh, I wish I would go try that Pilates class or whatever it is, right? There's so much waiting for you on the other side of your comfort zone. You have to go and seek it out. And the other benefit is, of course, when you do stuff outside of your business, You give your brain a chance to stop thinking about business. And that is much needed. As entrepreneurs, I'm going to say it, we think about our businesses way too much. Your brain needs a reprieve every now and then to let creativity in. And if you are only thinking about your business and you never step outside of it, you get stuck in these thought loops where new ideas literally can't come in. You're just training your brain to think about the same problems over and over and over again. Why do you think you're going to find a new solution if you never bring new inputs into your brain? And how are you going to get new inputs if you're not stepping outside of your bubble of the same thing that you're doing every day? The best way to welcome creativity back in is to go do something outside of your business that is fun, that requires your focus, that pulls your attention, requires you to be in the moment. These are always where the breakthroughs start to happen, you guys. You have to go and you have to seek them out. So the moral of today's episode, be brave enough to be a beginner. 
Be brave enough to be bad at something new. Put yourself, not only be brave enough, but actively put yourself in situations both in and outside of your business where you are forced to be a beginner and you are forced to figure it out because we are training our brains that it is all going to be okay and that the more we run towards our fear, the more that we move through things that we perceive as scary the better and better things are going to get, the more and more opportunities we're going to be exposed to, the more answers we're going to get about whether or not we like what we thought we were going to do or whether or not it was actually a bad idea. You don't know until you do it. The more you actively seek out being a beginner and trying something new, the better and better your business will get. It's a skill. It's a muscle. And it always translates through to your business, whether you're a beginner outside of it, you're doing something like horseback riding like I am, any type of lesson, any type of creative outlet, anything really, it could be anything. It's going to translate through to your business and you're going to be better because of it. Because you're not going to shy away from new opportunities when they're there. You're not going to say, oh, I don't know if I can launch this new product. I've never done it before. What if I look stupid? Right? You're going to be able to say, oh, well, I have evidence in my life where I thought I was going to be bad at this and I went through it and maybe I was bad at it, but I figured it out eventually. You got to train your brain to expect the good on the other side of the fear. And you have to practice being bad at something because you're a beginner and beginners are inherently bad at everything that they try for the first time, right? (laughs) Unless you have like some adjacent skill that translates through to whatever the new thing is. But as soon as you're like, oh, maybe I'm bad at this, but I know that I can figure it out. That is empowerment for you to go forward and do anything in your business and in your life that you're looking at and you're like, I don't know if it's going to work out right away, but I know that I have the tools and the wherewithal to figure it out. So go be bad at something. That's your homework for this week. I want you to send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what it is that you are going to be a beginner at this week that you are willing to be bad at. Maybe you'll luck out and it'll be something you're great at, but you don't know until you try. So send me a message. I mean it. Let me know. What are you going to be a beginner at this week? What are you going to try? I can't wait to see your responses because I am loving horseback riding, you guys, and I want all of you to have the same amount of joy and fresh oxygen to your brain and new ideas coming in and just new experiences overall because that's what life is all about, right? It's not business all the time. It's about having fun. All right, you guys, go be a beginner. Let me know what you try. I love you and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, before you go, I've got two quick things for you. Number one, I want to say thank you so much for being here. It truly means the world to me that you choose to spend your time here listening to these conversations, tuning in with me, soaking up all of this information and everything that we are going through together. I cannot express how much gratitude I have for you for being here on this journey with me. With that said, number two, the second thing I have for you is I want to make sure that since you're here, you have my phone number. Seriously, I have an inner circle daily text list where every single day, Monday through Friday, I send out a positive affirmation or a journal prompt or something I've been thinking about, or even an aha moment that has completely shifted my perspective that I want to share with you too. So you can share in on everything that I am working on to grow and continue evolving and continuing to be the best version of myself. I want to share those things with you. And the best place to do it is through this inner circle daily text 
next list. So if you want to get on this list, if you want to receive these messages from me, and again, yes, it's really me. It's coming straight from my phone. What you need to do is text the word community to my number at 213-606-3853. Again, that's the word community to my number 213-606-3853. As soon as you send me over that tax, I will send you a message back with the quick details to officially register for this inner circle daily text list. And once you are all registered, we are ready to get to texting. The messages all go straight to my phone. I see all of the replies. I look at them. I send you messages back. So it is such a great way for us to connect and continue to work on our growth together. So go ahead and shoot me that message ASAP so that we can get connected.